It is on in a manner similar to that of Donkey Kong. Hey there, Ruby fans. Welcome to another edition of the Ruby After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we are talking about Volume 5, Chapter 13, Downfall. Let's get ready to rumble. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz Begin. I think Mark is done with me. <laughs> You've broken him. You. First we're referencing stuff from the early 2000s, then we're referencing Yu-Gi-Oh! The Fridge series. Like, it is a reference sort of night. I am down. <laughs> well, I hope everybody brought an itemized list of pros and cons about the autumn and the spring, because guys, it is a no-holds-bar fight between spring and fall in this episode. What's the remnant rumble? <laughs> That was Pepsi Fan 24. <laughs> Two maidens enter, one maiden leaves. <laughs> well, let's not waste any time. Let's go ahead and introduce our fantastic panel. To my left, Mark Donica. I'm the cute one, Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. One of those statements was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He's soapbox. You changed your Twitter name? <laughs> yeah. and, oh, you didn't tell us. <laughs> and to his left, Stacey Shuttleworth. Hey, guys, I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me all over the internet at Stacey Shuttles. And to her left, Katie Cullen. I'm the wild one. You can follow me all over the social medias at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. And to my left... I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I guess I'm... I. You're the leaderly one and Stacy's the practical one. I was going to go with nostalgic because we were just talking about Trust Company a minute ago. That too. <laughs> and Patrick's the missing one. You can follow him. <laughs> Add P to the D's. He's yes. really trying to make it for the finale next He's week. He's been yeah. sir not appearing in this uh, season, but we miss him, and hopefully he'll be able to join us for the finale next week. Hopefully. Um, fingers crossed, because we miss him. Uh, that being said, you guys watching live, we've got a couple people uh, uh, watching your comments All on the live chat, and we are going to be keeping an eye on the hashtag RWBYABTV. Uh, and speaking of the finale next week, guys... We can't stress enough how important it is uh, for the community rules and for the people who watch via public release only. Please, 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 no spoilers in the live chat, no spoilers in the hashtag, and no spoilers in the comment section. Please, please, please be courteous to the people who watch the show via public release. Be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. Be cool. Love the world. Don't be that guy. (laughs) The one thing I'm concerned about that we probably won't uh, talk about until the end of the show is, will one hour next week be enough to talk about the finale? (laughs) I hope we have enough time. The answer is no. The answer answer may surprise you. Ooh, I like that. Um, Actually, really quickly, I wanted to address this before we get to those. Sam Green in in the chat said, then we can't talk about the two trailers. Rooster Teeth released the trailers on Twitter to the public, so we are going to talk about them at the end. When we discuss news and gossip. Yep. So, guys, holy cow, uh, I feel like this was an action-packed episode is kind of an understatement. Uh, Should we just go ahead and start digging into the Maiden fight? Yeah. I mean, we can. Yeah, we can do that. Want to do the maiden fight before uh, everything else? Well, nah, let's switch it around a little bit. Okay. We'll talk about the maiden fight uh, after we do our iTunes stuff. So, yeah, let's talk about uh, this skirmish before we go back down into the Vault of the Spring Maiden, uh, where I think, to to stick with the ongoing Overwatch analogies we have, who do you guys think had play of the game? 
Because I certainly have my vote. Who had played the game? Who do you Nora. think I'm going to say? <laughs> Nora. <laughs> it, Nora. In consensus. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it looks like we are unanimous at this table. Nora had play of the game. She she totally Reinharded this. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Hammer <laughs> down, indeed. Good Lord. Yeah, we see a lot of little plot threads that were uh, introduced at the beginning of this season uh, kind of come full circle, one of which being Nora's electric powers, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, talking about how electricity, you know, the reminder that electricity jolts her back up. So the moment she starts getting attacked with electricity, you're like, this is going to go exactly (laughs) where I think it's going to go, isn't it? (laughs) Well, and that, that bit of dialogue with Hazel when he's attacking her and yelling at all is how many children have to die for you. And I'm like, well, if you'd stop killing them. <laughs> but it's not. That, you are part that, of the problem. Yes, exactly. Like, that would help. That's what makes villains so good, though, is they are, they are no matter what, always right. No matter what it is. No, 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 legitimately. If they don't think that they're right in their actions, then they th- we have no reason to believe in their convictions. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what her semblance is. In his mind, he's literally electrocuting this girl directly to her brain and going, Ospin, look what you made me do! Yeah, I'm not saying that I think he's right, but I think... He's willing to show the depths of how how far he'll go when it comes to <laughs> Ospin and what and what his actions are doing to the rest of the world and and him. Yeah, at the very least. The uh, have to give a shout out to Sam too for the vocal performance uh, mm-hmm. for for this section. Not only for that yell, but also just the I don't need him to hurt. I just need him to go down. The only thing I'm disappointed with is that she didn't break his legs. <laughs> Like, his ribs, probably, but not his legs. I think that would be the terrifying thing, is if she did break his legs, he would just take two crystals and shove them where the bones were. Yeah! <laughs> and then just, like, mutate even further, and then have, like, jetpack, like, jet- <laughs> here's a reference just for you, Jetbutsu, jet <laughs> to fly around and hover around like Jack Spicer. Anyway. Oh, oh my god. Spared. Yeah. <laughs> From that scene. That was wonderful, and also so horrifying. Speaking of Mark. <laughs> uh, talking about that, yeah, we we get uh, we get some insight into Hazel's semblance <laughs> and why he's able to channel dust directly into his body, and that's because his semblance is being able to turn off his pain receptors. Is it turn off his pain receptors or not feel pain? Were they very specific? It sounded like, and and I rewatched the episode once or twice. Uh, it sounded like Ozpin said that his semblance was not having to feel pain. So I feel like that's in when his semblance is activated. If not, then it's that nervous condition, uh, that, that nervous system condition where you just don't feel pain with, at all. I'm not talking about physical pain. I'm talking about emotional pain. Because <laughs> if, if they're saying generally he can't feel pain, he goes straight, skipping over what, what Master Yoda says, but if he skips over... Uh, pain and goes straight to anger, that's even more straight fuel. So yes, definitely, of course, the pain, because he's stabbing himself and feeling uh, all of the dust course through his vein, but I, veins, but I wonder if the emotional uh, comes into play as well. I'm wondering. I guess the, it's possible either way. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. the question for the table is whether or not this is foreshadowing for his eventual demise. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's going to go too far at some point. I mean, if he can push and push and push, well, we're going to see that limit at some point. Pain is your body going, excuse me, something is wrong? Can, can we fix this? I don't know why, but I just got the old Gushers commercials in my head. 
for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I don't know. Probably because, I, I don't know, they get a jolt when they put the gushers in their mouth? No, because he's going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the point of the like a squ- for quite a while. <laughs> like, gross, like, I, whoever does the foley for that scene is probably going to be like, I'm going to get all the stuff and just make the grossest splooshy, whatever. We get some watermelons and some jello and some balloons <laughs> and a hammer and let's go. Gonna I'm going to punch this mayonnaise watermelon. <clears throat> <laughs> not, not gonna lie, when he injected those second set of dust crystals into his arm, I was like, how many of those before he pops like a balloon? Thunderfire! Shout out to uh, Taxanuba1990 in chat. You mean the new Gushers, aka Tide Pods. <laughs> oh my god! No, I don't. I no, don't mean friends. that. Please. Actual <laughs> edible Gushers that you're supposed to eat. Cascade Pods. They're much better. Oh, buddy. <laughs> They've got antioxidants. Because <laughs> oh, right. the oxygen will leave your body because you're going to die. It will clean your insides. <laughs> <laughs> what? You got wrong. Okay, so now that the topical humor is done, the topical humor is never done. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, when it comes to Hazel, I am very much reminded of an episode of Yu Yu Hakusho where one of the minor bad guys had a lackey who couldn't feel pain. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, a good way of eventually the thing just stopped because it's like there was no indication of like how bad the damage was at any given time. So yeah, I feel like either one day Hazel's just gonna stop or he's going to explode. It's 50-50 on that one. I mean, what I found interesting about this season, and I think this is more of a personal thing, the longer we go on, the more we get to know about any and all of our villains, the less sympathy I have for any of them. Yeah, they're like, oh, we have this tragical story, like, tragic story, someone did something horrible to me, and then you hear the story, and it's like, well... No, she made a choice, no, no. and you're in denial. No, or, you're kind yeah. of being rude about this. This is, this is not necessarily... This awful thing was done to me. say it is. This terrible thing was done to me. Okay, but you also might have murdered a child? Jury's still out on that. So, several of them. So Gre- several. Might. Gretchen dies might and have. Hazel bursts into Ospin's office and goes, you killed her. And his response is, rude. Excuse <laughs> you. No, not. Obviously. <laughs> I'm in a meeting. Thank you very much. The school budget isn't going to make itself. I Go just... outside, knock on the door, and try it again. <laughs> I, just I feel like that coffee. wouldn't help. <laughs> <laughs> no. Could you? No. I don't think Ospin would have lasted too much longer at that point. If, uh, I don't think either of them would have made it out of that room if he acted like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. But we also get a, a little nuance to Jean's power as well, um, because we had long suspected that his semblance might be tied to healing, and there's a little bit more nuance to that. It's, as, as has been pointed out numerous times uh, to us this season, it's a person's aura that heals them. What Jean's semblance actually is, is a the ability to use his aura to amplify others. Mm. Now again, I feel like this may very well be foreshadowing, given um, who, uh, which, which historical figure he's based off of. Go That's on. Possible. <laughs> What I'm wondering is, he can use his aura to burst to boost other people's auras. Can he use it to shut it down? 
Does the power work in reverse? Uh, I don't want a bloodbender situation. Ooh. I do. That would be so interesting. But not from John. But yeah, it, I don't... it would take out a person's shield, <sighs> though. It's not going to straight up murder them. It's just going to take out their shield. So John's going to be like... I didn't kill them. <laughs> I just made it impossible for them to I just gave you themselves. a loaded gun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't kill him. The bullets in the fall killed him. Yeah. Guns don't kill people. I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Sword guns kill people. Sword guns, yeah. I was expecting a Night Vale NRA quote, but I, that was that better. That is what I was expecting as well. <laughs> Nobody has ever died from years. the application of a gun. We are all functionally immortal. <laughs> Good night, People Haven. kill guns. Like, Good night. Si- complete sidebar, I would absolutely listen to a Night Vale-style radio show about Remnant. Oh my god. Uh, hey, we've got some content to fill. <laughs> I feel like it would lend itself to it pretty well, too. Oh my god, yes. Well, especially... It really would. Okay, we're going on a tangent. Just stay with us, especially if you're a fan you're of the going franchise. going on a journey so, with us. So check it out. We lost our worldwide communication, so now people are reliant on community broadcasts. Mm-hmm. So what's so the Night Vale of Remnant would be the Dragon Continent, <laughs> like a fringe tiny city on the Dragon Continent, where it's yes. like this is normal. Yes. So God. if you want this, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag original content, do not steal. We'll do it. <laughs> hashtag fan fiction, do not steal. We're, hey, just say yes or no. Follow us on Twitter at ABTV Rooster Team. And we'll we'll get to work on that. <laughs> Here's the other thing. We live in a world where people have individual superpowers and wep and uh monsters spawn out of shadows and disappear back into them when they die. What are the urban legends like here? Yeah. I, uh, Think of your campfire They're about stories. gods and magic powers that are somehow different than superpowers. Yes. <laughs> no, no, not, not the myths, like oh, the myths. urban legends. Oh, like the, the hand hook the, seat? Yeah, the hand hook <laughs> car door urban legends, that sort of thing. Or like Slenderman. Ooh. Your creepypastas. Your, what are those like? Creepy ramens. In Remnant. Yeah. Uh, your creepy noodles. We have some thinking to do. Yeah, you, know, do. You, know, you know who's a creepypasta in the world of Remnant? The flippin' old man who <laughs> works at every location. Yes, he's Can you everywhere. imagine the stories about him? It's <laughs> incredible. And we have our first. We have our, our first plot of uh, Welcome to Remnant. Yes. Night vale. Oh my gosh. Uh, welcome to Vale. He knows the farmer. Yeah. Guys, welcome to Vale. Thank you for going on this journey with us. Nobody's journey. I can't. I can't even tell you how happy I am in this moment. Um, but Shadow Knight did bring up uh, a good point, sort of to a similar place that you were going, was can John overload somebody? Ooh. Cough, cough, hazel, cough, cough. Explode. Yes, yeah. It's like, I, didn't, I just didn't want him, I wanted him to stop. I was just trying to stop him. Well, he's dead now. I just don't know how to Good. He stopped permanently. <laughs> well, you stopped him, all right. Sometimes things are born, they live, and then they stop. Forever. <laughs> Good what? news, nobody's coming along with us on Welcome to Night Vale Remnant Edition, so. No one's going to go on that journey with us. I don't know how many, I'm really surprised. I thought this audience would be familiar. Well, you guys will have, just have to let us know on Twitter then. Or, gonna have to deal with it, because we're doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, this is full steam ahead. There's no slowing down this run. No stopping this runaway train. Um, but, uh, <laughs> to get back, um, during this skirmish... 
shrinking <laughs> Hazel gets launched out into into the courtyard. And it's kind of hilarious because even though he's still enraged to the point where he injects himself with more dust crystals, he also takes a minute to just like kind of catch his breath and look on at the hot mess that unfolds in front of him. And that is the White Fang versus the volunteer army of Menagerie. Blake versus Adam. And I have to ask, uh, just because I've seen a lot of criticism in terms of how this scene ended up playing out, Mm -hmm. do you guys feel like this interaction was a little anticlimactic? Or do you feel like the emotional payoff was there? I think it's what we needed, given that there, there is so much else going on here. We have a maiden fight. We have Hazel. We have Weiss nearly dying and trying to figure things out. Like, there has been so much happening, and we already had a very big, very thorough emotional arc earlier with Blake and Eliup. Ow. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> that new little metal shield on the table is not fond of me. Yeah. Um, in case we spill anything. Yeah, I think if we did a whole big thing with Blake and Adam here, it would be overkill. It would be too much. And so keeping it to this very brief but very pointed interaction I think works really well. Plus, they were smart enough to call the cops. (laughs) God bless. Nobody does that. No, we have an army. We'll take care of it. No, let's call the cops. (laughs) We have the army and the police. We're vigilantes and we're sanctioned. Come on, guys. Uh, but speaking speaking to that even even deeper davidly, uh, who was with the Haven Police? Mom. Mom. She she was probably like woman. Gira, did you call the authorities? <laughs> well, I thought that we were just gonna. Somebody give me a scroll. I'm just gonna call the damn police. <laughs> Doesn't think of anything you... stupid. Uh, you were the leader of this organization. Do you not think to call? You thought we were just going to march in here. <laughs> Who do you think was really running the White Fang all those years? You have contacts with the government. What's wrong with you? <laughs> They'll be there to back you up the minute you call. That you have to... Look, I sent a text. Done. <laughs> I literally texted 911. Like, it's fine. We got this covered. I'll just go to the police station and make sure they all go to the right place. And you guys show up with all your swords and shields and make a really big entrance. Okay? Okay. Great. Love you, sweetie. See you later. <laughs> uh, or conversely, she's like, oh, did you call the cops? No, nah, honey, we'll be fine. I'm going to go for a minute. I'll be right back. And then... Can I borrow your scroll? <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> The police fly over and they're like, huh, neat. We weren't expecting that. <laughs> no, how'd they know? <laughs> I do love that there to that point, there is a moment in this where Adam goes, How could you like how did you do this? Not how could you do this to me? It was literally, how did you accomplish this? And part of that was how did you get like how did you amass this army? But also how did you call the cops? And I feel like the answer to that is talking to the cops. <laughs> With a full communication. (laughs) It's a magical thing. Or even just like, hi, we're an army. We'd like to speak with the police. (laughs) We're we're, we're a militia from a different country. We'd like to talk to you really quickly. You probably want to know about this. Yeah. (laughs) Just so you know. Also, do you have any water? (laughs) Hi, you've probably seen me in the press. I am the wife of the former leader of the White Fang. 
listening. Uh, just so you know, there is a White Fang attack scheduled for tonight. We thought you might want to show up and avert it, so it's going to be here at this time, and I'll totally ride along with you and give directions. It's also, fine. here's some lemon squares. We just don't <laughs> right? We just don't want to steal your thunder. Lemon squares on that <laughs> tray sure that she used there. to beat a man into unconsciousness. <laughs> and you also know who we don't we don't want to undersell. Uh, two of our favorite fan artists in the hashtag. Let's start with Malachroma. Yeah. Uh, who gave us a, uh, we all thought Jean was Mercy, but he was really Anna coming in with that clutch nano boost. Uh, sending yeah. Weiss off. You're powered up. Get, Get in, in there. there. <laughs> uh, I, which is amazing. And then, uh, to follow up a joke from last week, not being a slash themselves, uh, Jester's Chessboard, at S Chessboard, a joke from Ruby ABTV last week, Hazel will inherit the throne of the Squirrel King from Camp Camp. Not only giving us this brown line sketch, but also a little bit of a colored in one. Because Hazel is the Squirrel Grim on the tree of life that is Yggdrasil. Oh, man. Oh, the, my God, uh, The yes. Quartermaster versus Hazel the Squirrel King. Uh, I'm putting my money on the quartermaster. quartermaster. Yeah. <laughs> Hazel yeah. wouldn't stand a chance. <laughs> he, he seems to be functionally immortal. <laughs> and you just don't mess with that. <laughs> Those are Shannon's characters in a nutshell. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, so you guys didn't have, uh, you didn't take any issue with uh, Blake and Adam's interactions. Uh, because in this, I- I've seen the criticism that he's been calm and cool and collected up until about halfway through this season, where he became very unhinged. And a lot of people feel like that's, I don't know about a lot of people, but I've heard the complaint that that seems like a character inconsistency. I think, I mean, because as he's getting what he wants, I think what he, you know, what he's really hunting after, I mean, it's pretty clear that he's pretty obsessed with Blake. Yeah. Just kind of possessing her in that way. And so I actually really love this interaction because she does not have to give him the time of day. And you know what? She deserves that. She has earned that. Mm -hmm. Writing him off and moving on and every, you know, everyone else coming in. So I thought that was a wonderful way to do yeah. it. I love that. I, I think it shows how much Blake has grown and how little Adam has grown. Yes. Adam hasn't done anything to better himself as much as he's like, ah, it's all about my white thing, brethren, brr. He's, <laughs> he's, not, he's not in the mindset for growth. He thinks he's perfect already. Men. But he's, he's not, he hasn't done any growth. He has stayed exactly the same he, he's the exact same character that we met in the, I'll set the charges. He's the, he's the exact same kid that we saw on that train in the previews. And nothing has changed. But Blake has become so much a better person. I, I think you're right. Malachroma says, Adam stopped being hinged a season and a half ago. <laughs> I'd say longer, but I'm with you. He, to me, this doesn't seem like an inconsistency. This is something that's always been there. But because we don't see him as frequently as we see a lot of other characters, it may seem like more extreme development. But you guys are right. He is absolutely the type to be like when everything is under control and when everything's going really well for him, he presents himself as completely calm and in control. And the second something goes wrong, he loses his godforsaken mind. Yeah. Uh, we we all initially thought he was a sociopath. Uh, the second, as you said, something goes wrong, we we see no, he's a psychopath. That's what he is. There's a there is a distinction. <laughs> 
So yeah. Yeah. I I agree. I feel like this is a moment Blake needed for sure. Um, that and I've been waiting all season for someone to punch him in his stupid face. So a dumb, somebody- stupid, ugly, dumb, <laughs> yeah. idiot face. And we've we've that he was summarized in the series as spite. And this is absolutely that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, maybe you should not blow us all up. No, I'm making them pay. Oh, honey, you need to stop. That? Just no. I feel like that particular action, uh, that, yeah, that speaks volumes about oh, yeah. the, the type of person that he is. He would rather literally, literally burn the white fang to the ground if it meant taking out his enemies. And I have to wonder if he thought that he would survive that blast and just didn't care about anyone else. Like, Uh, I'm wondering if that wasn't the case. mm. Mm. Agreed. Um, Two good points in chat. Uh, Eastman, who uh, I haven't seen in chat since our Little Witch Academia series. Uh, Adam is a very, very, very poor man's Azula. (laughs) Um, And Lord Jeremiah, Adam is emotionally unstable. He's either in full control and calm, or he makes angry bull noises. (laughs) Him being unstable was seen when the Fox Brothers watched his video back at Menagerie. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> he seems unwell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that man's well, a pancake now. Yeah. <laughs> Frosty Jack, Adam is the Anakin of Remnant. No, because oh, Anakin no. got redeemed. Actually, earlier in chat, someone, I don't remember who, it was a while ago and I can't scroll that far, someone was like, Blake, it's over, Adam, I have the high ground. Oh. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> I love you that. all. That's pretty amazing. Someone <laughs> someone cool. please draw or photoshop me <laughs> that because I love everyone in this bar. Perhaps no. to Elia too. Oh yeah. Oh, she's the best. Yeah. What ep- <laughs> still one episode left. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, so before yeah, the the only other thing uh, I think we should comment on is that there is a little bit um talking about those plot threads that did come back around. There is a little nod to uh Ruby getting better at hand-to-hand combat mm. uh yep. using the exact same move that uh Oscar used earlier in the season to <laughs> hit Mercury in his stupid face. <laughs> and that oh. was great. <laughs> I just love that the second she's disarmed, he kind of just completely drops the pretense of being in battle and goes, oh, what are you going to do? And I'm like, oh, you let your guard down. She's going to murder you is what she's going to do. Yeah, and that's another interesting example of of kind of our our villain character staying very stagnant while we're watching everyone else grow and adapt. So where he's like, oh, well, it's over. I disarmed her. She couldn't (laughs) fight back earlier. Why would she be able to do it now? (laughs) People grow. People learn. and change. You know. Well, meanwhile, you've been standing around for a season looking scared. <laughs> uh, may I say, absolute power means absolutely nothing. Because anybody on that side, on Salem's side, is like, we, we've we got a god. We don't have to train. We're sitting around this sweet, evil boardroom. Mm-hmm. And there's this weird jellyfish guy over there. But we don't, we don't care. As long as we give the jellyfish, like, ten feet. Yeah, we're good. It's as long like, as, let's just not poke tiny Cthulhu. Yeah. I didn't think that pop so many people. Um, But yeah, yeah, why not? Um, Never do that again. The people. Please don't do that. The people who are are only listening are just like. Waiting for the chat to catch up. Tearing their headphones out of their ears. Not watching much when they started doing that. Waiting for the chat to catch up. I, I will say, you know, as Yang starts to make her way down, also talking about a plot thread from last season, 
not not using her anger to plow through a situation, she instead works around it and drops uh, drops her metal arm to go and run into the vault. And uh, on that note, I want to talk to you guys really quickly about iTunes. Folks, thank you so much to everybody who's gone to iTunes to rate, subscribe, leave a comment. We love hearing from you. It is the best way to let our producers know that you guys like the show that we're putting on. Uh, it helps us make us more searchable. Uh, it lets everybody know that you guys like when we uh, talk and discuss Rooster Teeth content. And if you guys do leave a comment, you guys will get a shout out on the show. No new comments this week, but we would love to have some new ones to read off for the season finale. Yeah, what yeah. the crap? Yeah, guys. Uh, make sure you do it as early as you can because it does take a couple of days to post. If you do post outside of the U.S., we can't see that iTunes store. So take a picture of it, take a screenshot of it, and send it to us. Also, if it's it, not iTunes, if it it's like Google Play, still counts. It's, yes. Yeah, Google Play, any podcast service. If you leave a review, please take a picture and send it to us. As the only thing that we have access to is the American or the U.S. Uh, iTunes store. So if it's yes. if you're in any other region, on any other, or on any other podcast service, please send us. We would love to shout you out because we love you all. Even uh, you. You know who you are. You. You specifically right there. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, let's go uh, into the vault. Oh, go ahead. Oh, real quick, I just want to bring this up because it made me happy. Princess Ponies in chat says, Aww. as long as we feed the jellyfish Johan's music, everything will be fine. <laughs> Adventure Zone references. I love you. My heart. Uh, so yeah, let's go into the vault of the Spring Maiden where we get Probably the most fantastic action sequence of the season and arguably of the series so far. Uh, yeah. Did you guys have a particular highlight from this fight that you just, as your personal favorite moment? Freezing Cinder in place and just rocks fall. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was a good time. Uh, I think the moment when they started jumping up on the floating rocks and the music really kicked in. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes! <laughs> Let's we, go! We, we talked previously about the the various changes and the evolution, I should say, of what the fight scenes have been in this show. And this shows that they can still go back to that heavy-hitting, ass-kicking, music video, rock rock video sort of style, uh, Dragon Ball Z-esque style. It was full um, Dragon Ball Z. And oh, yeah. the, the, the power difference between the two is uh, shown... Uh, um, if if you look at how Cinder froze Raven in the last episode versus how Raven froze Cinder in this episode, it's a lot more precise. It's a lot more effective, and not just yeah, I'm black and I'm like <laughs> no, it's it's Raven. Oh boy, being a powerful still bitch, but she's being powerful <laughs> and uh, and really showing the the difference between. How a uh, a what's what's a, a, a scavenger a scrappy scavenger who does what they need to survive versus a, a prima donna like oh my mom gave me these powers is it can can really handle themselves my mom and Doctor Watts oh. I'm special see this glove years of training versus a year of training. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to see like that. She's actually she has a big old crusty spot under her hair. Yeah, and it's not... uh, talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender, definitely kind of a Zuko mm. look going on there. Um, I, for me, my I think my I had two moments uh, that were my favorite, and one was when Raven created her ice sword. And it just, like, exploded in size. And then the other one, it was just this very subtle moment of uh, Cinder throwing her, like, throwing her arms back. And she did this backbend thing. And I looked at it, and I was like, that looks like something a Nuklevy did. And I was like, it made me wonder just, like, how much, like, grim 
essence, I guess, is in her body at the moment. Maybe it's not just her arm. Maybe it... Because Salem very much looks like she has grim essence from head to toe. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering if the same thing isn't happening to Cinder. Yeah, that back bend was kind of terrifying. <laughs> like, are you supposed to bend that way? No? <laughs> terrifying is what happen- what's happening in chat right now. Let the choke go. For the love of God, let the choke go. Do we want to know? Uh, I mean, you could guess. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people going. I'd never do that. Uh, to no. quote my my gif from a couple. Of... They're having fun. I get what the kids are into these days. Um, <laughs> so talking about this, yeah, uh, Cinder falls in hey. completely frozen. <laughs> uh, I hate myself right oh, now. Boy. I hate myself right now a little bit. The uh, best. But so in the writers' room, though. <laughs> so how are we gonna off Cinder? Well, Cinder falls. We're gonna uh, go full Disney villain, uh, and <laughs> now that's the question: Is Cinder dead? I don't think so. Uh, somebody quoted you saying, "No body, no dead." <laughs> yeah. No, the reaction video went up a few days ago, and that's. I kind, when it comes to deaths in media, I kind of sit on comic book logic. Like, either show me their dead body or confirm it somehow. Or that got really macabre, but nonetheless. <laughs> show me the body! Show me the body. It's like, we threw them off a cliff. Well, they might have survived. And for everyone who's like, Felix, and like, no, we got alternate confirmation that he was dead with the sword thing. Mm. We have no confirmation. We have no, someone mentioned that you can hear the sound of shattering while Raven is looking at her falling. And I listened and I didn't hear it. So, <laughs> yeah. Cause then I don't al- think so. But also, who, who would Cinder think of that the powers would go to? Emerald. Emerald, Raven, or Ruby, Ruby. or Salem. Yeah. That's that like I it would be Emerald or Ruby. It will be interesting to see if if anything happens. I would be flabbergasted <laughs> if we pop up the the se- well I mean it is a season finale and you're going for surprises and stuff like that, but if like all of a sudden new main. But also um I think it's a it's a, a Balrog situation where ah. I w- I would like to see it to where Cinder comes back I mean, not like Gandalf the White, but like Gandalf the White, where she has no memory of who she is. Oh. So the powers are lost. They're literally just lost. She doesn't know that she has them, and it might be like, oh, a couple of episodes, and Watch shows up, and maybe Cinder's like, well, I've been killing people? Like, we yeah, maybe, I woke maybe. up with no memory of how I got this. <laughs> yes, What's like, wrong with that? <laughs> Anyone want to give me the hey, one? Could, uh, could you give me something for this, please? Like a shot or something? I don't get it. <laughs> he just takes that little uh, hammer and pokes the elbow to test the reflexes, <laughs> and it, <laughs> it shoots out and, like, throws him through the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have some scary reflexes. Now we've got that. Just take I some would, vitamin C packets and you'll be fine. <laughs> I would love to see her come back with more grim parts because she got mangled again and needs to be fixed. Mm. Like, yeah. how? It's one of those replacing the axe things. You replace the head and then you replace the handle, and is it the same axe? And, like, well, we replaced everything. Is it still Cinder? How Frankenstein's mm. monster do we want to make Cinderella? Mm. Why not, though? I, right, and continue that vein. I mean, yeah, I think we're going to maybe see her go more towards being, gr- you know, filled with grim parts and 
kind of channeling that energy and that on top of having a maiden power, how those would work together. Yeah. Mm. Also, she fell while frozen in what might be a bottomless or very, very deep pit in a vault. So I don't think we're going to be seeing her for a while because she's going to have to claw her way out of there. Quit the climb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe out for another season. <laughs> her, her arm will turn into like one of those uh, sticky arms that you throw <laughs> up on the wall into the like Spider-Man style. yourself yeah. <laughs> Why not? She'll do the Iron Man thing and just fly with flame coming out of her oh. hands. <laughs> going to be so mad when I get back up there. Jet boot soup. <laughs> we can rebuild her. We can make her creepier. Yeah. <laughs> Stronger. Faster. Toxanuba. Better than she was before. More evil than before. Are we going to meet Cinder's uh, stepsisters? <gasps> and watch, they're just the sweetest human beings on the planet. That'd be nice. That would be That'd a be fun nice. twist. Uh, we haven't heard from our stepsister in so long. Well, Is she doing okay? We, well, we still, it's the <laughs> end of, it's almost the end of volume five. We still don't know why Cinder wanted power. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it could, given her Cinderella story origin, it could very well be she was beaten down and instead of have a fairy godmother, she just decided to take magic for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Who knows? Uh, we we don't because she might be dead. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? You know, you know who's definitely dead. Vernal. I'm really sad because I, I thought there was a lot of. Uh, I, I liked her style. I liked the type of character she was. Uh, I still hope we get to learn more about her, but ultimately, it's not going to be from her mouth. <laughs> yeah, mm. I'm a little. I'm a little disappointed uh, because I, 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 much like everybody on this panel, I thought she was going to be a bigger deal than she ended up being. But that was the point. That was absolutely 100% the point of her character. And that was her role in the story, is to take the hit for Raven if she needed to. Mm. And mm-hmm. uh, she was a loyal soldier until the end. The very end. Yeah. So, yep. now speaking of Raven, uh, Cinder made this underhanded comment about how much the Spring Maiden must have trusted her. Can can we get one more from the chat? Uh, yeah. Moe says, Cinder's going to be the Ruby version of Darth Vader. <laughs> Well, in the same in the same vein, uh, Pepsi fans said Cinder's hanging on the antenna underneath Cloud City, <laughs> waiting, <laughs> waiting for Lando to like come and swing by. Emerald. <laughs> Cinder. Cinder. <laughs> um, okay, we are running a little bit short on time. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts on this fight scene or on? Um, on Raven being able to open the vault and kind of getting a pocket dimension. She opened the TARDIS. <laughs> like, yeah, it's bigger on the inside. What the hell? I don't know if it's a reality marble or what. Just for the, for the sake of time, I'm going to submit mine. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have anything. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's but go ahead and get... Oh, go, go ahead. No, I'm... You're good, too? I'm good. I'm sorry if I, if I leaped over <laughs> you. I apologize. Okay. Nah, you're fine. Tardis jokes. So, nice news and gossip really quick. After yes. TV news. Earlier this week on Twitter, a couple interesting teasers were dropped. You're right. Uh, <laughs> this, so, this, this isn't exactly spoilers. At the end of, on the website, because I'm pretty sure they won't do it on, on YouTube. At the end of the, the show on Saturday, they showed some trailers for their new projects. And they have since released those trailers on social media. So they are public. This is all public, and, and we're going to take a look. Uh, maybe if they load, if they don't load, maybe not. 
But um, the trailer for or a, a teaser for Genlock and a the teasiest of teasers <laughs> of uh, Nomad of Nowhere. Um, and and I'm I'm gonna just point it out because I I like how it came out. If you noticed how our logo changed. Yeah. Uh, and also shout out to our iTunes listeners. Um, <laughs> play, play whichever one first and then we'll talk about it. Okay, right. sorry. No so it's, it's the teaseriest of teasers uh, for Nomad of Nowhere uh, as it's playing. And, and one of the things that struck me is that we, f- we found out that it was a 2D property. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's going to be Camp Camp and this. Uh, and maybe something else that uh, that they're working on. But we see... These magic little rocks that are taking the logo away. It's so Miyazaki. It's so... It's not the style that I was... I mean, even though they're just rocks, not the style that I was expecting. How about y'all? Me neither, but again, we've we've only seen tiny rocks with eyeballs and a gloved hand. And the tiny rocks with eyeballs reminded me of soots, so I am immediately on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I and granted, I, I looked at it and I was like, I can't tell if the line around all of these little rock guys is black or gray, but it is very rem, uh, reminiscent of Samurai Jack in the, that regard. The hands that came in and clapped, they had uh, colored lines instead of black then lines. Then it's very Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I'm so excited. What do you think? Yeah, I'm excited. I did, like Reading the description and then seeing this trailer, they do seem it's like, okay, wait, where are we going with this? But I'm... About it. it, and it'll be interesting to see what type of a style they go with. The only other two D stuff aside from Camp Camp that we've seen has been X Ray and Vav, and uh, the very infrequently mentioned on this program, Sex Wing. So uh, I, I'm very interested to see what type of style it goes with, but I'm I'm excited for it. March. Oh yeah, and uh, and next we have Genlock. Let's take a look at this one. A little bit of sound on this one too. And. All right, we'll watch that the one same. Again. There, oh, there we, we go. go. There we go. Weird, weird. Oh, that was my fault. I know what I did. Anyway, <laughs> this looks ridiculously good. My gosh. Uh, we're getting like a. Uh, if you haven't seen it and you're listening on iTunes, we're getting a little bit. It looks like an emergency situation where there's some sort of uh, mechanized suit uh, being called out of a city, and one of the things that that struck me. Uh, is right now we're taking a look at our, our main character. Yes. And uh, the way that it's moving, I can't tell if it's the screen, like the screen in the in the universe, or if the animation is going to be that, like, kind of one frame missing and look like Tron Uprising. Yes. If it yeah. looks like Tron Uprising and is a mecha, and I mean, already we're, we're all in at this table, yes. but if they add that into it, I am... Even more, and it's got the the dark blue and glowing light blue. I think they know exactly the audience and they're then going for. Right the glowing yeah. outlines. <laughs> Everything about this screams Tron Uprising. Along and from, it. from the score to the neon blue uh, to the animation style, it looks, yeah, like Tron Uprising was somehow turned into a mecha anime. Mm-hmm. And I am on board. I am so on board. board. Bring it on. <laughs> I, I need it in my life. Yes, please. <sighs> well, we're out of time. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we don't even have time for predictions. No, I did, let's, let's save it for next week. Yes, uh, so next week we'll be talking about the season finale. And something that I will want to say um, is, so when we introduced the show at the end of last year, we were like, oh, we're going to go weekly for Ruby so that we have more time to talk about it. And we're still running out of time every week. So naturally... 
the uh, the next uh, step in that is to just stay weekly and break the showdown even more off-season because you're going to want to talk about Ruby when the show's not on the air. You're going to want to do previews of Nomad of Nowhere and Jetlock. You're going to want to talk to cast members and crew members that may not be able to talk to us because they're so busy with the show. So, uh, it, we I've talked with the studio. We have talked with the studio. And uh, we are going to be staying weekly. Yeah. And uh, for times when we're going to be talking about shows, we're going to switch to an after-show format. For times when we're not going to be covering specific shows, we are going to stay in the Rooster Teeth reviews. We are going to live on the same iTunes feed. We're going to live on uh, AfterBuzz Animation. And so after the finale next week, if there's anything that we didn't talk about, if there's silly stuff you want to talk about, um, now's the time to go to... Uh, uh, ABTV Rooster Team on Twitter and we'll start making the list now. Now that this episode is over we can start talking about the finale on Twitter. Uh, so if there's stuff from the finale that you want us to cover and we don't have time to cover during our finale episode we're going to carry that on to the week after and the week after that and the week after that. So um, yeah, thank you for joining us. Stay tuned yeah. in the coming weeks for our upcoming radio drama, Welcome to Vale. Thank you, Caitlin, for, for Thanks for that Photoshop, Caitlin. Uh, and thank you, Bird Owl, for the high ground. That is, <laughs> as well as Malachroma. We got two people doing ridiculous high ground jokes. I love you all. are the best. So thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. Can't wait to talk about the finale next week. Mark, where can people go if they want to find you? Mark Donica on Twitter. Uh, I do uh, this show as well as uh, some wrestling shows if you're a wrestling fan. Some of you in chat are sharing with that. I want more wrestling Ruby memes. Thank you. And also, Stacey and I do a video game show called Inventory Full. We're on Twitch at Inventory Full PT. It is a talk show as well as a streaming show. Uh, we recently done Overwatch, Getting Over with Benny, Bennett Foddy, as well as some other stuff. Please make sure to check it out. I love that game. It's so much fun. I don't understand. Have you played Sexy Hiking? No. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> We're out of time. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Hey guys, I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me all over the web at Stacey Shuttles. I'm Katie Cullen. You can follow me all over the social medias as well as on YouTube and Twitch at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. Megan's and my reactions to these Ruby episodes and just about everything else, Rooster Teeth, live on that YouTube channel. Also, Star Wars Rebels is coming back at the end of February, y'all. Indeed it is. And I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TheMenguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. Do a bunch of stuff. Thank you to everybody in the hashtag. Thank you to everybody in the live chat. Thanks to Anthony, our engineer. Yes! Thank you so much for being able to handle all of this supplementary material material for this episode. You rock. Thank you guys so, so much for watching. We will see you next week for the finale! From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Dust you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.